On this episode of the Buzz on Business podcast, Rachel Brown sits down with guest Eden McCormick to discuss entrepreneurship and developing business ideas through the Riata Center. They discuss how Eden has brought her ideas to life and is able to implement what she has learned through the Spear School of Business into the plans of becoming an entrepreneur. Welcome to the Buzz on Business podcast. My name is Rachel Brown, and I'm really excited for today's guest, Eden McCormick. Welcome. Hello, Rachel. Hi. All right. So as we get started, I would love for you just to introduce yourself. Tell us a little about about you, where you're from, how you got here. So Little Rock, Arkansas, born and raised. Go Razorbacks. (laughs) I came to Oklahoma State completely on random to go to school and doing marketing here. Getting my degree, I'll graduate in 2023, and I'm a tour guide here. I get paid to convince people to come to Oklahoma State and put on a sexy orange polo every day. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. So that's that's my job. That's how I make money, and I've gotten the opportunity to do a couple cool marketing internships and learning from that and knowing that I actually do love what I'm going to school for, so that's been awesome, and marketing club branding clubs, stuff like that. That's awesome. It's not, it can't be too hard to convince people to come to OSU. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Princeton of the Plains. So (laughs) pretty good stuff. (laughs) That's so great. And so, I mean, kind of an entrepreneurship topic of the podcast, but you aren't an entrepreneurship major. So how did you really first interact with entrepreneurship? Like everybody else, I feel like their first exposure is Shark Tank online. Naturally. Naturally. Um, But I was talking to you earlier and I was telling you like as a little kid I my parents like love embarrassing me and telling me that like I would wake up really early and watch infomercials and I would like write down like legitimately all of the different like little like vacuum cleaner things like this is the best vacuum cleaner in the world learning about the value proposition yes I I was obsessed with it and so I was easily convinced and I love kind of trying to figure out why people think the way they do and trying to I don't know sell things to people so Getting into the, that and just the program here and trying to sell it through tour guiding, that's how, that's kind of my exposure so far. What, what would be your Riata Center spiel on your tours? I'm like, who knows Shark Tank? And then everybody gets super excited about it. Well, yeah, that's a great introduction. Yeah. What else do yeah. you need to know? Nothing else. So you came up with a business idea. Tell us a little bit more about your app, Wave. So Wave is a dating app for people with specific conditions and special needs. Um, a lot of people with special needs or whatever your situation is, you cannot go to like a lot of those normal specific social settings to go meet people. Like it's harder to go to the bars or like, for example, like my little sister, she has cerebral palsy. And so it's harder for her to like go to dances or like sporting events or stuff like that. And so like, that's where you meet people. That's where you like the magic happens and you're starting to get involved and everything. And uh, if you, if it's harder for you to get to those places or be involved, then you don't meet people and dating is such a fun thing. So it should be able, everyone should be able to have that privilege. And that's really great. I mean, it's, you know, for someone like me, I mean, you know, typical able body, like, that, I mean, that's not something I ever would have thought about. And so how did, other than like, of course, your background with your sister and seeing her experience growing up, you know, you've got a couple of business partners. How did you really 
decide this was the idea you wanted to move forward with? I think that people, the social, the special needs community just really isn't represented or taught about whatever reason. I don't know why. I'm not saying that I know everything or at all. I'm just saying that whenever you see a special needs person, everyone kind of avoids them. I think it makes them uncomfortable. They don't want to offend them. They don't want to have that conversation. And so it's um it's kind of sad and so it's just like they didn't choose to have that just like I didn't choose to be neurotypical or whatever you want to call it and so it's wanting everybody to have that same experience and being able to have fun like I am in college and go on dates and do all that kind of stuff and so me and my friend James and my friend Keenan and my team members my boys we're, we're we wanted to make this app so they would have the opportunity to be able to do that too. That's that's really so great. I, I love that idea. And it truly serves such a niche market. I mean, there's probably way too many generic dating apps out there, but to, Tinder. to find yeah, Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, <laughs> all, all of those. There's so many now. Probably too many. Oh, 112 million people use dating apps in America right now. Just a few. Insane. Just a few. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And I imagine for someone with certain special needs or conditions, like you've yeah. mentioned, their experience on those apps is probably a lot different than maybe mine or yours 100 percent, and it, it you wouldn't i mean like this is hard to hear but they're not exactly the ones that everyone's going after and so that's that's the point that's right. the point to get rid of yeah they have a place where they can interact with people who are really interested in getting to know yeah them. it's catered to their community so it's perfect and everyone deserves that it's awesome so you, you come up with this business business idea you've known about the riata center because you've been a great tour guide and so you came in and talked to us about about the idea how did yes that you were my person I was you were the one that sold it to me I just <laughs> came in and Rachel guys if you don't have met Rachel she's a stud and you are <laughs> thank you you are thank you know you. what you're doing she just totally won this whole past weekend of this awesome competition oh boy. you did you should own it you thank you own thank it. you and so much so I came in and of course Rachel was super sweet and dealt with me asking all of these annoying questions emailing back and just me bothering her and she just was like pulled me in not true at all I I I have worked with the Riata Center for the last three or four years now I I love all our all of our programming and our events and so getting the chance to find someone like you who truly has a great idea and is passionate about it and from the moment you walked in I could tell you were serious about pursuing this idea and it meant a lot to you and it's it's noticeable and so I was excited to share that passion with you and get to tell you about some of our programs and you started off in the Riata Startup Experience. Yes, I did. Um, Riata Startup Experience is the whole Shark Tank thing I was talking about a second ago. And so um, you pitch your idea. They're either going to be like, yes, this is awesome. Or like, yeah, that sucks. Let's go back to the drawing board. And you need that honesty sometimes. Not sometimes, all the time. And so they work you through the program. There's milestones and all that good stuff. They get you with a mentor and talk about investors and competition and all that good stuff. It makes you excited. What has surprised you about being part of the Riata Startup Experience and taking this idea that seems really great? You're, you are you were ready to get started. You were ready to start building the app. But then, you know, we kind of take you a few steps back and, and force you to walk through a few more of the, those milestones you mentioned. Yes. I, several conversations with, there's this one of the men that's a men in front of the program is called chat his name is chad mills oh chad and chad we've had several conversations i'm like let's do it let's launch it in a month and he's like oh no 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 eden you you naive sweet thing like this (laughs) there's so much that goes into it and so that's been a big thing of just like really really making sure you have everything done because you don't want to work all this time for something that is worth working for and then get anything wrong you want it to be especially for something that that's so important and needs to be highlighted and so you want to make sure you have everything right also 
Um, there's no females in this program, which is kind of crazy. No, we need some more representation. You've, yeah. been, you've been killing it. There's, I'm the one of the only females right now, which is it's not one. I'm the only female in the program right now after you. Yeah, oh, the, this old gal just still hanging around. And so one of the things you guys have done is customer discovery, which is important for any business, but really important for you guys to make sure you're solving a problem that needs to be solved and the way it needs to be solved. So what's kind of some of the feedback you guys have gotten whenever you've been doing this customer discovery? We sent out a survey to some ser- therapeutic centers and families, friends and all that good stuff. And so like, should we match people based on their diagnosis, on their condition? And some people are like, well, yeah, because our good friend James on our team, he was he has a condition called dwarfism. And so like he wants to be matched with someone with that same thing so they can share that together, you know. But someone specific else doesn't want to necessarily be just like connected just to that one condition. And so there's a lot of drastic opinions on all of that. So we're going to leave it up to the user. So that's been super helpful. Um, also being able to see like along with everyone's general information, what they like, what they like, whatever you believe in political wise or religion, like being able to see functionality, disability, all that kind of stuff. And so that's crazy. It's going to be up to the user as well because some people don't want all their information. That's going to be a part of their fun conversation they get to have and figure out together. I'm really excited to see you guys continue developing. You guys have a have a computer guy on your team, which... IT man, yeah. Keenan Apple. Yes, he's he's also a stud. He kills it. That's great. That, you're already like two years ahead of where, where I was when I, I was first started thanking, with my idea. Thanking God that we got someone that's in computer science that would like willing to work on the team yeah. instead of paying for it. That's We love to see it. Oh, yeah. You know that college budget. Team members are so important in getting to bounce ideas around. So in, in the team, kind of what's your specialty? I just sit there. <laughs> um, no, I, so Keenan's Keenan's our computer guy, and then James and I are big idea people. He's our finance man, as uh, James, and then I'm marketing and trying to do all of that, trying to figure out how to make it appealing and talking to people and getting the word out there and um, the people side of it probably and and of advertising. I'd say you're a pretty good people person. I don't know. I don't know. I like to think so, but I don't know about that. As we kind of go on this journey with the Riata Center and doing the Riata Startup Experience, we kind of, all of our programming tends to be sort of a funnel. So the next funnel piece was the pitch and poster, which just recently happened. And so first, let's go through preparing for this. This is your first big pitch. You had to, you had to, you had to consolidate this idea into, into 90 seconds. Yes, into 90 seconds. And I would say Keenan, James, and I are all pretty outgoing people and it was so funny watching us like 20 minutes before just kind of lose our marbles and just like genuinely kind of freak out because like it is your first time it's the first time people are going to hear about your app you don't want to screw it up and you want want people to believe in it just as much as you do and like believe in all the work you put into it and so you don't want to screw it up do you I think we had like a moment where we like took ourselves out of it and it's like this and this is going to sound cheesy and I'm sorry everybody if you're going to roll your eyes (laughs) at me but it's just like this is not why I am it doesn't care it doesn't matter if like my message how it's coming across it's like why we're doing it and like that's if that's genuinely the intent then it's gonna it's gonna do well because it's that's the whole that's the core of it and the why and so it it doesn't matter if I screw up a couple words or I completely forgot the first like line of my pitch and I was just like oh my gosh but you know what we still did well in the competition and it's because it is something that we all do care about and so I think that that translates that is such a good point. I love that. And it, especially when you have a business that has such a great social appeal, it, there, there's a huge why and a heart behind it. And so when you can connect people to that emotion and know that you're, you can, you can 
really clearly express an emotional problem and a problem that, you know, people feel. And then if you can at least get across some idea of how you're going to solve that, the question, the questions do come later and you figure out actually how to build it. But when you have that good emotional problem and a solution for it, that's the seller. Yes, absolutely. It's that whole pathos, ethos, logos thing that taught us back in school. Do you remember all that? Crazy how that like, you know, is helpful. It actually translates. <laughs> nice. There you, there you go. So so you do a 90 second pitch, which yes. is, it, it, it's, there's a lot of pressure. There's three judges. They, they're pretty, pretty there was well a, known in their industry. One of my judges, not, nothing gets old people, but it's an older guy. And so I was like, oh no, how am I going to sell a dating app to an old person? You know? You have to find a way to translate the gap. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard. I was, I was nervous about that, but it, it didn't, it wasn't a problem. And it's not hard to sell any number of diverse people on, on the problem, which yes. you guys were clearly able to do because surprise, surprise, you won your social category. We did. And you also won people's choice. So you guys created an amazing, beautiful poster that really clearly expressed the business and the idea. And then we're able to also consolidate it into a short pitch. And so you went to finals with the three minute pitch and no visual. So how, how did that go? Cause you didn't know. That's the one I forgot my first line on, but it was good. It, we, it was outside. It was beautiful. A lot of our friends came out to come watch, which so felt loved and all That's that awesome. good mushy stuff. And so that was awesome. And it was funny watching the boys kind of squirm before we went on because <laughs> we, we out of all the, the people we're going against, like we drew numbers, you know, and, and we, of course we were number one. First out the game. first one. Yeah. Lucky you. <laughs> uh, but, but it went well. It went well. I will say the, the three minute one is definitely scary. It, yeah. It's really intimidating, especially because you don't know you're doing it until you're about to do yeah. it. Yeah, and so I guess we pulled through a little bit. Clearly, you, you you guys did so great. I was super proud of all the progress you made. Again, just from a few months ago, like coming wide-eyed in the, into the Riata Center oh, with yeah. this idea that you were ready to start building in that moment, and and then here you are with some some money in the bank. So you guys won fifteen hundred dollars total, and that gets divvied out between you guys as a scholarship through your bursar accounts, and so that'll hit in the next couple of weeks. And and then what is next for Wave? We're doing business plan competition next, so that is is coming up in December so we're gonna start doing that so we can actually start actually sending that to people and all of the real information and all that good stuff and then also um we are just trying to do more surveys and then also trying to figure out like all of the HIPAA amazing stuff oh I know girl oh, yeah you know yeah so you'll, you'll continue with the Riata startup experience you've got your f fancy designated de that you now oh, have yes, a, guys, you have Rachel a and I have it. um a desk next to each other and we're both uh, placing, so. Yeah, got some fun trophies on it now. Gonna, gonna add to the collection. I won't lie, it looks a little bit better with that thing on it. It does. Um, so get ready for business plan competition, which is kind of the, the, that one has a lot more prize money to it, too. So even if you just make the finals, that's $1,000. And first, second, third place is 6000 4000 and 2000 for in, in each category, too. So if you're competing in social again. Not too bad. Not too shabby. I guess it could swing it. Yeah. And so you'll be able to continue through the Riata startup experience and you'll, you'll have another year of school. Yes. I'm going into my senior year and all that good stuff. And then um, hopefully maybe be able to launch. I know I'm over eager. So hopefully maybe all those amazing things. All the ups and downs. All the ups and downs. And then so just enjoy senior year with everybody. And then 
Um, my plan is to move to Nashville when I graduate, so I'm excited for that. Ooh, fun. I know it could be really exciting because you, you want it to, to build that app and you wanted to get it out and see it in the real world. I've always been, been told, told it takes twice as long and costs twice as much as you expect it to, which is maybe not the most encouraging piece of advice. But, but it's honest. It is probably true. For sure. You decide what the path is and the journey and the lifestyle that you balance with it and you, you, your path doesn't have to be exactly like anybody else's. And that's the cool thing that you as an entrepreneur as your own boss, you get to dictate that. All right. Well, Eden, we're going to start to wrap up the podcast. I've got so soon, so soon. I've got um, a fun little final section for us called the lightning round. Uh This is questions we haven't talked about or haven't prepared. Should be pretty easy. It's just a little get to know you. Okay, let's hear it. So, you know, at the time of recording, we're in, we're in homecoming week. We're like Halloween's really close. And then Thanksgiving, not too long after that. So I've got some sort of themed uh, lightning round questions for you today. First of all, what is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Ooh, chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> I love chocolate. You can make anything into... Oh, also, okay, this is going to sound kind of maybe narcissistic, but my birthday is right next to Thanksgiving. Sometimes it's on Thanksgiving, so we put, like, candles in the turkey. That's excellent. <laughs> and anything with chocolate in it. I guess potatoes, too. Would you put chocolate <laughs> with potatoes? You know what? I haven't tried. Probably not going <laughs> to try, but... Okay. What's the coolest Halloween costume you've ever had? Oh, that's a good one. I've done all of the cringy stuff as a little kid. All of them. Of course, the go-go boots and all of that good stuff. I don't think I ever went anything crazy. Um, I, have you ever seen the guy, the dude with the sign? Oh, yeah. The New York sign guy? Yeah. That's what I'm going to be this year. Oh, I love that. Thank What's you. your sign going to say? I can't tell you. <gasps> it's not. It's Halloween. Surprise. It's a surprise. Oh, oh, we'll have I'm a secret awesome. message on it. Do you like scary movies or are we not I love scary, scary movies. You like scary movies. The one, um, The Nun was pretty crazy i feel like that one was pretty wild i i'm not a scary movie person i've, I've always been the, been the person that passes in and i'll like i'll watch the you know, scaredy like, one the like disney halloween town or something yeah i guess so. oh disney halloween town was a good one They're fine. that's a good that's one. about as scary as i go though yeah that's embarrassing rachel <laughs> but i get it right now i kind of think there's ghosts in my house maybe i shouldn't say that on the so so i'm not really like entertaining halloween movies right now that's fair that's fair that's yeah, too real i don't want to invite them in too real <laughs> Okay, what is your favorite OSU homecoming tradition? I feel like this is going to sound like a lie, but I like the all-night pomp just because, you know, when you hate something and it's like it's you're tired. Like one of my shifts is from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. on Friday to pomp with all of like the people we're paired with beta this year. And so that's going to be really fun. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's just like pomping together and just like listening to music and being so tired but so excited to like see if we even maybe win. It's like the suffering together. Yeah, it creates good memories. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's that whole thing. And so I, I think that for sure yeah and you get to see what you built and create and like that's a really special moment be like i that tiny little section right there that was all me boone pickens or gallagher iba gallagher iba actually yeah. excited yeah. for basketball season coming up wrestling i actually and- like basketball more i mean i like the social aspect of football which just makes me sound like a big girl but i i like i like ba- to watch basketball more and the last one pete's pet posse or bullet can i say neither neither i don't like animals but probably <gasps> Probably the horse. The horse. I mean, he comes out on the field, touchdowns. Here comes Bullet. Bullet, you're right. Well, Eden, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really enjoy getting to have a conversation with you. Absolutely, Rachel. Hello, everyone. I'm Addison Price, co-host of the Buzz on Business podcast. Today, I will be sharing with you what happened today in history. 
On November 2, 1889, North and South Dakota are admitted as official U.S. states. In 1898, during a football game between University of Minnesota and Princeton University, Johnny Campbell became the first official cheerleader. He organized cheers and chants to improve morale and spread school spirit throughout the crowd. In 1983, President Reagan signs a bill establishing the Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. Held on the third Monday in January, the holiday was first observed three years later. The holiday was met with resistance and wasn't officially observed by all 50 states until the year 2000. Martin Luther King Jr. is observed in Canada, Israel, Japan, and the Netherlands. In 2001, Monsters, Inc. was released in theaters. Most of the monsters in the movie had fur and the animators invented a process to animate individual hairs in a natural way. On Sully, the main character, he had 2,320,413 individual hairs that were able to react to wind, gravity, in a realistic way. That is all for Today in History. 